Welcome to Pete and Hannah's Watchlist. I'm your host, Pete Mitchell. I'm here with my great co-host, Hannah! Hello, people. Hannah, we're here today for the AFI Top 100, where we revisit the Top 100 movies for the 10th anniversary AFI edition. And we're here for movie number 89, The Sixth Sense. Spooky. But before we begin, let us tell the listeners and the viewers what they should do. Pretty please leave a like and subscribe to our channels. And uh, leave a comment down below, any of your feedback, and what your favourite movie so far on the top AFI 100 list. Hit the notification button and you'll get great content like this one, including we're on our new day, Fridays, in Australia time, for AFI Top 100. Mm -hmm. And this week we've had, we interrupt regular programming, we've had What's Next, where we reviewed, um, what did we review this weekend? The Dry 2. Oh, The Dry 2. It's yes. actually known as Force of Nature, by the way. And we also reviewed Dune Part 1 in yes. getting, yeah. ready, getting Ready for Dune Part 2. Yeah. And we also had our first year anniversary of What's Next, where we answer your questions. And we also talked about the Super Bowl commercials, how good. Trailers and such. And you had a look at what we're going to watch next week. Aha, uh-huh, which is so do-do. <laughs> this is our new schedule, so this is how you'll get your content from Pete and Hannah's watch list. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, let's get on to our review of movie number 89, The Sixth Sense. It was released August 6, 1999. Have you seen it before, him? No. So... This is the first time Hannah has seen it, and we watched it on Disney Plus in Australia. Yeah. And you can get it on, like, Apple and Amazon. It should be quite easy to find. It's, yeah, Yeah. very much in the pop culture, I guess. Uh, I've seen it many times, and because it used to be on high rotation on the cable television that we have here in Australia. So let's let's talk about it. So the elevator pitch: a psychiatrist tries to help a kid that's having a tough time. Yeah, it's pretty basic. Uh, the maker studio <laughs> was Buena Vista Hollywood Studios, which is a subsidiary of Disney. Yes, it was um, started by Jeff Katzenberg of like DreamWorks, yeah, fame, and Michael Eisner, who was like the yes, CEO yes, of, it, yeah, 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 Disney. Yeah, that this studio ended up being wound up in two thousand seven. But I'll just give you a couple of movies that did. So they did Six Sense. Highly successful. Yes. They also did While You Were Sleeping. Oh, really? And they also did G.I. Jane. Wow. Yeah, so there's a lot of movies that they did. Um, one of their producing partners that they worked with um, heavily was Kennedy Marshall, who did oh. uh, uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he did um, Marshall uh, and Kennedy, like, they were together. Yeah, yeah. And now. Frank Marshall, um, Kathleen Kennedy. Now Kathleen mm-hmm. Kennedy looks after Lucasfilm. Yep. This script was written by M. Knight. It was sold for $3 million. Now, he didn't ha- the producer didn't have approval to buy the script, but because he just read it and said, this, I have to get the script. He got it, and what a success it was. Yeah. A lot of people were clamoring for the script. Um, it was a bidding process. $3 million was a lot back in 99. Yeah, of course. For an original script. So, M. Night, this is his first movie. Uh, this is his first movie? Yeah, first directed movie, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, he'd done, like, shorts and stuff. Yeah, this no, first, this is yeah. his first feature film. The budget was $40 million. Yeah. Um, M. Night has done Unbreakable, 
with yeah. Bruce Willis, Signs with Mel Gibson, mm. Heats of the Village, all these other movies. It's always got like a twist on it. It's like a, it's yeah, he's this... he's has this thing about having a twist and having an existential idea or like yeah. everything's about something. Talked about like there's always a Christian um, religious sort of bent to the movies as well. Oh, I see that. Yeah, I see why he's yeah using. I guess using the ideology or the iconology. It's big on faith. Yeah. Okay, so he was nominated for an Academy Award for director. Now, this is the company that this guy was keeping when he got nominated in 99. He was 29. These are the people under 30 that were nominated for Academy Directing Awards. Oh, okay. Orson Welles, he was 26 for Citizen Kane. Wow. Claude LaRoche, a man and a woman. In 1966, he was 29. George Lucas for American Graffiti, he was 29. Yeah. So Kenneth Brenner, he wasn't Sir at that time, but he is now. <laughs> yeah. He was 29 when he got nominated for Henry V. John Singleton was 24 when he got nominated for Boys in the Hood. Yeah. None of the six won- winning, but they're all like yeah, no, these are well-known like... directors. So that's how he was thought of at the time in 99. Yeah. He, he had a really successful run there, and then he did last event and it went really. Th- he's starting yeah. to come back. Just a little bit it, of it was from Split, I believe. That yeah, was Split. that was yep. everyone was like, oh, yep. the Shyamalan's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's no. The it's, last movie that he did was The Cap in the Woods with Batista. Yeah, that was okay. Which it was, yeah. Yeah, we gave a golf club. Well received. It yeah. was. It, it had very much what he's known for in that movie. Okay, so what else did um, the actors that were in the movie did? So we yeah, got yeah. so we start the star of the show is Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. He played the psychiatrist. He die hard. Yeah. Heaps <laughs> of different movies. Hudson Hawk. <laughs> he was in Pulp Fiction. He was on this list yes. as well. He didn't want to do this movie, but he was forced into doing this movie because he owed Disney a movie. There we go. So he the fired the director of one of the movies and then they just shut down production. And then they said, okay, you need to do this movie. Yeah, that and makes sense. And so he got paid half his fee. Yep. Um, his fee at the time was $20 million because he was one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. In 99, there was none bigger than Bruce Willis. He'd come off Die Hard with the Vengeance and all those yeah, movies. Yeah, no. Armageddon he, and all those. He's still, like... Yeah, huge. Yeah. That's um, name. So then when he... But M. Night wanted Bruce Willis. He wrote this movie with Bruce Willis in mind. Oh, wow. Okay. The Boy, which is Cole, he's played by Haley Joel Osment. Now, this is um, he was in a lot of TV, but he was also in a movie. He was also in Forrest Gump, which yes. is on this list. He played Little Forrest. That born Forrest Gump, the third or the fourth, whatever. Um, the one that liked watching Bert and Ernie. <laughs> uh, when M. Night was writing this, he was looking for a more brooding, dark Cole, right? And oh, then when okay. he met Haley Joel, he's like, oh, he's too nice. He's, you know. But he, when he interviewed him when he was doing the audition, he said that, uh, he goes, oh, have you read the script? And he goes, yeah, I've read it three times. He goes, oh, you read your part three times? He goes, no, I read the whole script three times last night. And so he was impressed by that. And then when he did the audition, he was really struck by the vulnerability of it, and that's what really yeah. sold him on this character. I can definitely understand that. His mum, which is Julie, I think, 
Is that is that correct? Isn't Ju- Lynn, sorry, yeah, Lynn. Julie's the, the Lynn was played by Tony Collette. Now yeah. a lot of other actresses were up for this role. Um it was heavily reported in um places that it um was uh Marissa Tomei's role and oh, she turned okay. down. So Oscar nominee and Marissa Tomei. Uh, Tony Collette was actually um, really wanted to be in Bringing Out the Dead by Martin Scorsese. And this was an afterthought where she sort of auditioned for this and she got the role. Yeah. The scene that sold her on this movie was the scene in the car with Cole. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And she said that's where the heart was. She did not know that this was a psychological thriller and horror movie until she saw it. Because when she was acting, when with she Cole, was yeah, she didn't, she didn't I would understand it. that. Cause... She didn't read it like that. She just thought it was a family thing. You know how he pitched this, M Night. He pitched it as ordinary people, which was a, a Oscar-winning movie that Rod Redford did about family that going through tragedy. Yes, mixed with the Exorcist. That's how he pitched the movie. I could see that. Uh, Tony Collette, Muriel's Wedding, Hereditary. So many great movies. <laughs> she is a great actress. And she's off from the great land down under, Australia. Yeah. Incredible work. I just, yeah, she's incredible in this movie, actually, as well. With Cole. Reaction to the film at the time. Okay, so yeah. the box office for this movie was $672 million. It was the second highest grossing movie from behind The Phantom Menace. That's how big this movie oh, was. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. That's like, wow, that's good. I'll give you another stat. This movie, after it was released on DVD, made $200 million on DVD sales. Wow. It was the highest grossing, it was the highest rated title on um, DVD for a whole year, and it was the highest rented title from Blockbuster. The critics loved this movie. They loved them, not. They loved Hallie Joel Osment. Um, It was highly successful. It got nominated for Best Picture. It didn't win any Oscars. It, it didn't win any? No. Yeah. Now, I, I'm i going to say, like, M. Night got nominated for script. It probably should have beaten American Beauty. I don't think it should have won Best Picture. But did, But Tony Collette got nominated. Did... did um, Bruce Willis did not. No, no. The, did the kid, the... Hallie Joe Osment did, and this is... I think he should have won. He should have He won. got beaten by Michael Caine in a movie called Cider House Rules okay. where he played a doctor. He was, but that was a makeup award for yes. Michael Caine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I really that's, think the kid should have That's got a little it. criminal. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, just we, give it to the best person. And yeah. the best person was Halle Joe Osment. Yeah. It, if you... Michael Caine continues to do... It, like, he continues to do still great work. So there could have been another time yeah. we could have um, given it to him. I... I think Tony Collette was unlucky not to win as well. Yes, no, that again, that there's a, that pivotal car scene, and it is the best moment in the movie. To be honest, the the other movies, I'll give you some of the other movies in, um, that was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, go for so it. you've got The Insider, which was mm, Michael Mann, great okay, movie. Yeah. The Green Mile, which was... Oh, wow, yeah, okay. Um, yes. Tom Hanks. The Side House Rules, that we talked about before, Tom McGuire, and the American Beauty one. Like... American Beauty? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, American Green Beauty. Green Mile, so... That was um, the one with uh, Kevin Spacey in it. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've heard of it. I've never... I don't know the uh, the movie, but... So, yeah, it, he was up for a winner for that, and he was against... For the writing, I really think the writing was amazing in this. He was up against yeah. American Beauty, Alan Ball, 
he was nominated. Also, being Malco- being John Malkovich was an amazing script as well. Oh yeah, Magnolia, which is an amazing script as well. So it was a really good year for writing in movies. Um, the one that I want to talk about a little bit more, and it goes really into my clickbait, which okay. we do every Thursday on Movie News. Go for it. How has Tony Collette not won an Oscar? Tony Collette has not won an Oscar. She's only been nominated once, hen, and it was it- for this movie. Oh, <gasps> really? What about Hereditary? She was not nominated for Hereditary. Now, I'm going to give you supporting actors. Um, Chloe Sevigny for Boys Don't Cry, Samantha Morton for Sweet and Low Down, Catherine Keener for Being John Malkovich, and Angeline Jolie for Girl Interrupted. Like Who, you look, who won? Angeline Jolie for Girl Interrupted. You look back on that Angelina movie. Angelina Jolie. How does Tony Collette not win it? Angelina Jolie, can she... Uh, really? Like... Yep. I just don't know how she doesn't win it. I seriously... You've got to... Like, Tony Collette... Before her career's out, she has to go down as an Oscar winner. Yeah, and I just don't. You know what? If she gets one of those, like, this is a thank you Oscar, even though there's someone else that's more deserving, I think I'd be okay with it. Yeah, that's criminal, especially that performance and other things. Well, she's just had a great career. She's just in, you know, amazing bits of work. I just don't understand how she, you know. And Angela Jolie. I mean, she's. I, I haven't seen the movie. But again, Angela Jolie is a supporting. She, yeah, you know, she holds her own movies. I don't think, and also her acting. She's she has like um for me, it's like she has great that great action star like really badass thing quality to her. So I just don't see her, you know, like compared to Tony Collette, who gives that really great performance in that movie. I don't know. What is it? Recent reaction to this movie. So Rotten Tomatoes eighty six. Oh. Yeah. Letterbox 4.0, IMDb yep. 8.2. Mate, that people have written about this movie a lot because it came out in a year of 1999 where great yes. movies came out. Yes. You've got Matrix, you've oh. got Phantom Menace, and you've got Six Sense. Just bangers after bangers. Yeah. And they're also like, you could consider them blockbusters in a yeah. sense that everyone could in, in But this in, movie was enjoy. nominated for Best Picture and it was a blockbuster. Yeah. And it got, and it, and it was successful. Yeah. <laughs> Thrillers get a bad rap. Yeah. Definitely a bad rap, Hannah. Hannah Mitchell, thrillers get a bad rap. Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> Justice for Thriller Trash. Do you have a hot take? My hot take of this movie is that it, again, it's, I struggle to find that why everyone wants to rewatch, like, bought the DVD if they saw the movie. Because why would you want to rewatch the movie so many times? Well, I think. The movie... I think people... Um, I, I get it watching a second time. Yeah. But after that second time, I don't get it. Well, when you when you see something for the first time and you love it, you and just want to go and get it. The other thing would be like, this is... Let's not talk people I, out no, no, buying no. DVDs, eh? Oh, no, no. That's not... No, it's this movie I'm talking about. Yeah. But the actual flaw of this movie is that it is the worst kept... One of the second worst kept secrets in Hollywood I've yeah. ever seen. So if you're going to go number one is Luke, I'm your father, right? Yeah. Which, spoiler story, that is what happens in Empire Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. By the way, that twist does not change the entire movie. Yeah. Right? It's just a cool thing that happened. doesn't change the movie at all. So, get, but so what Sixth you, Sense... Is this your top three? Top three would be Luke, I'm your father. That's number one. Yeah. like, as in, yep. I know about it. I don't yep. even have... I didn't have to even yep. watch it to know about it. This what? movie, the twist of this movie... Yeah. Do you have any other ones? And everything, um, not 
there are some like the there are movies are probably when we usual go suspects this. is a big twist where yes. Kevin Spacey yeah, yeah. walks. Yeah, that was oh, a huge and twist. like um the I didn't know the exact moment, but I did know what was in the box. Yes, yes, that would be that would be again. It's like this thing where such quotable movies, yeah. and those quotes can. Um, without knowing, could just completely tell you exactly yeah. how the movie is. So even if we go, when we go through this list, like Titanic, yeah. I know exactly what happens in Titanic. Never seen it. Sure. Well, yeah. I don't yes, think that's a twist. But I mean, you know what's a really good twist, and not many people talk about it as a twist. But um, Wizard of Oz, great twist. Uh yeah, but uh, I meant as in like we already know it before you see the movie. Yeah, but you knew that before you saw Wizard of Oz too. That's what, famous. The, the... I'm not in Kansas anymore, but she actually was in Kansas. She was dreaming. Oh, yeah, it was a dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I get it. So I reckon that's top five. So let's go top five. So five, Wizard of Oz. Four, What's in the Box. Three, Usual Suspects. Two, This. This. Because, and then, yeah, and then number one is yeah. uh, Empire. I really do think this is like the number two biggest this, twist. So it's a big twist you already know before going into yeah. the movie. Because everyone... Cause not at the time. Not at the, the time. Yeah, because so people not, really kept secrets back right? then. Right, yeah. But now, I literally... I've known about this movie for years, ever since I was little. And I know... I've known about the twist. What was it? What was a movie recently that people kept the twist a secret? Uh... What was a... There was... I don't there know. was a movie recently, though, where they kept... Uh, really... It wasn't a Marvel movie. It wasn't... It was it was a movie that was maybe I know you, you know what's one and people this is a spoiler alert, but um people didn't talk about it but Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One when she died Elsa oh yeah this that was spoilers, yeah spoilers but like that that there, was people didn't talk about that no I would also go uh, the big like the there's not that many like um. Like the play Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, like mm. there, there's a whole thing of like keeping the secrets of what happened yeah, in the yeah. play, and there it, really. You well, can't... the the famous one is um, the stage show that we saw last year, and see how you run, sort of based on it. Yes, the Agatha Christie oh, one, yeah, and, and Agatha Christie. Yeah, like, usually you don't know, it, yeah, because it's all about in when you were seeing like an Agatha yeah. Christie it's like you don't tell for those who haven't seen See How You Run Sam Rockwell's really good in that yeah, movie yeah, yeah. yeah he's a lot better in that movie than he was in Argyle but yeah I'm just saying it ruined the movie because yeah. the movie's all about this twist that happens it's, but if you know about it you're watching the movie I'm watching it's a the great, movie it's a great talk because we, let's go into reviewing the movie yeah let's and go through it we'll go through the scenes and then we'll go back to talking about you know the movie as a whole and is it worth and we'll go seeing but the twists that so the it's the movie starts off with Doc, dr malcolm crow and his wife celebrating the fact that he's won an award then he a uh, patient has broken into his house yeah. he doesn't straight away work out who the patient is the patient shoots him and it, then shoots himself and then the patient is also blaming him yeah so then we flash forward 18 months, is it? Yeah, it's like yeah. next fall or yeah. something. Uh, so where this is where Dr. Uh, Crow meets Cole. Yeah. He's a new patient. He has a chat with him. He's the Cole is talking Latin. So Crow starts researching Latin phrases and what sort of Cole's talking about. Then we get to see Cole and his relationship with his mum, played yeah. by the great Tony Collette. And at this stage, 
the doctor comes over to the house and he starts playing a guessing game with Cole where he's trying to get Cole to sit down and every time he guesses he gets closer but he starts not guessing what actually is going on with Cole and yeah. he's getting further and further away it's from him. It's way of building a connection. Because uh, Dr. Crow has got a notepad and he has got like he's got previous patients and you see Vincent which was the patient that shot him and then Cole and he's circling things that he thinks yeah. might be wrong or might be yeah, going the, on with Cole. The, the, the normal like yeah. this disorder yeah. and stuff. After that, we see um, Dr. Crow go to dinner with his wife, Anna. Yeah. Um, it's their anniversary. They seem um, very seem, cold yeah, and distant. Yeah, they seem distant because uh, Anna's always thought that he cared more about his patients than he did her. Uh, Crow and Cole go for a walk and they talk about sort of things that's going on with Cole. Um, at this stage, Lynn is looking at photos of her son and she sees like these the different lights yeah. And then she sees writing that Cole has been writing in yeah. his book. Because Cole at the same time when he's having this conversation with Dr. Crow, he's getting he got in trouble for drawings of yeah. people, you know, yeah. dying. Yeah. So now he just draws rainbows. Yeah, but his mum finds these. Crow is going back uh Crow goes back to Cole and he's trying to work out what actually Cole wants out of these sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he says to him, you know, says to Cole, you know, what do you want out of this? And Cole just says he just wants to be left alone. You know, he's like, yeah, and, he's, he's... and it's intimating that something's going on. At this stage, Crow is really struggling at home and he's downstairs and his wife's upstairs and she starts talking to another man. Yeah, this guy keeps popping around that she works with. Yeah. Cole's at at school and he's at a class and he tries to answer a question from a teacher and the teacher says, you're wrong. And then he starts calling him stuttering, uh, stuttering Stanley. yeah, and, he, he and the teacher actually has a breakdown in the class. And but the but the Cole is also having like he's like it's yeah. all this like all these things are just popping out of him like he yeah and he can't help himself. It's like he's mm-hmm. having a moment, and it is incredibly uh, just very intense that moment. Crow, Doctor Crow is at home watching um, wedding video and sort of recapping his life and. He's just trying to work out what's going on with his marriage. Right, yeah. And he even um, he then discusses it with, with uh, Cole. Cole. Yeah, he's discussing his private life with Cole. He's like, he's... Cole asks, I know yeah. you're sad. I yeah, yeah. in your eyes. Yeah. Cole gets invited to a birthday party and he does like yeah. a real cute magic trick. That um, that, that... that scene, uh, Michael Sarah actually uh, auditioned with that scene and he tried to play it like sort of up upbeat. But he didn't really get the character. The character was an introvert and sort of thing. So he didn't get the role, obviously. Michael's era. Yeah. <laughs> That's adorable. Uh, so Cole gets locked in a cupboard and yeah. he's getting attacked by something. Yeah, because the... Yeah, and he's so scared. And he's his heard mu- yeah. a voice. And his mum, like, just so emotional in that scene. He, she is trying so hard to understand him. And, yeah, yeah she just doesn't understand him at all and doesn't understand what's going on with him. Cole, the next thing we get is Cole telling, um, he's been Doctor Crow. He's at the he's at um, a pediatrician that he sees dead people. Yeah, it's the confession of 
This is the what? famous scene that you're talking about. Uh, the producers, this and, yeah, the on. producers, yeah, the producers were really worried when this scene happened because when they shot it, the focus was on Bruce Willis, and they were worried that was going to give away the ending. And so then they did all the test screenings, and it didn't give away anything, so they kept it in. Yeah. Oh, I, I honestly, if it's never this kind of thing hadn't been done before, yeah, in a way that it's this movie does. So of course. An audience wouldn't really see this coming. So, yeah, I see. Doctor Crow, after he says this, he goes, "Maybe ask them what, what." Um, it's not until he realizes. So he goes, he because he doesn't believe Cole because he's yeah. still in that thing. Like, of course, like dead yeah. people aren't real. Then he goes back and he finds the tape of uh, Vincent, yes. the pers- the patient that initially yeah. shot him. He leaves the room. To answer a phone call, and then Vincent this is, is in a tape recording. Yeah, is hearing people talking Latin, and it, they're in the Latin. They're saying, "God, a uh, Lord, um, Lord, help me." Yeah, yeah. Don't don't no, let it me. Was, it was in Spanish, I believe. No, it's Latin. The, no, no, the no. Vincent one. Yeah, it's 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 in Latin. Um. Yeah, yeah. So it's in it's in. So it's um the guy's talking Spanish, but it's a Latin phrase. And why? And then. Um, because Vincent and Cole have very are very similar, similar. and he keeps so he keeps circling similar things and that were happening with Vincent to his Cole. He, he even then eventually tells Cole, like, yeah, yeah. The reason is because I wanted to help. I I yeah. couldn't help him, but I think I can help you. Exactly. And so he then goes to Cole and is like, so he goes back. He goes back to Cole and says, okay, look, maybe ask him what's going on. Yeah. So. Cole is constantly getting confronted by ghosts. After you, after you hear that he sees dead people, he's getting. You constantly start seeing ghosts. Oh yeah. Now before you before that, you're just seeing like weird stuff happening around the house and voices and voices and, and, and stuff. And then people getting cold. And... So you, now you see Misha Barton. She's throwing up, and she's she. Yeah. He goes and asks her, well, "What do you need from me?" So. He's him scared initially, with, but him, then he... Him with Dr. Cole go to her wake. And then they communicate with the father that they, he's, yeah. a, he's a present that the daughter's left. It's a, it turns out to be a tape, and it turns out that the mum was poisoning the daughter. Yeah. So the, the ghost... Well, the dead person. The ghost has decided to, in her... What she wanted to do was finally reveal the truth about yeah. what's happening to her, and to her father, so that... And because she, could she was involved. worried that her sister was going to have the same fate to her. Yes, and so it's that it's the, something that hadn't we hadn't seen this yeah. done, and so it was incredible to watch. I think there's only been a few movies that really delve into yeah. ghosts. Yeah. So this is like this moment where what ghosts? Ghosts. <laughs> um, yeah, and so him. This is that like he. Yeah. It's his first time basically helping someone. Yeah. Move on and actually having a conversation because. They're just scared and frightened. Yep. So then we get uh, Cole's life turning out great. He's in a play. He's playing Arthur. Yeah, he's, he's talking to ghosts and getting ready for this play. He sees uh, Dr. Crow again. He says, this is probably the last time I'm going to see you because, you know, everything's working out great for me. Yeah. And after that, we get the great scene with Tony Collette in the car. They're in a yeah. in a um, was, traffic accident. Yeah. And it was, it, it's the confession that yeah. Cole makes. He's like... Okay, I can tell you what's 
what's finally going on because she's asked the entire movie. He says, I see dead people. She says, cold, don't dare. And then he says, you know, I've talked to grandma and, and, oh my God, what, um, you went, you went to, you went to, um, Grandma's grave. What did you say to Grandma? You know, Grandma, Grandma's answer to the question you, you said, said was, was every day. And oh had, my God! Just you have Tony Collette just like oh, I said. I said. Am I? Do I do make, I make you, you make you proud? proud? Oh my God! And she also said that you know they had a fight, and, and she went she to did. her. A dance recital, recital and, and she, she still watched her dance but she sat she stayed sat in quiet, the back so yep. she wouldn't see her and it was like these it was just it's yeah. just those moments and she like finally it was an amazing those two had great chemistry as mum of their own son it's just it's, it's just brilliant it's the most amazing part of it when you watch that you go how does that not <laughs> get an Oscar <laughs> for those two yeah it's so good then we get the big reveal yeah. of so Cole tells Dr. Crow you speak to her when she's asleep. That people understand you when you're really? asleep. Yeah. At this stage, do you think Cole has now realised that Doctor Crow's a ghost? Yeah. Yeah, I think he does. Like, because I think before that he didn't. I know. Yeah, I think at some point. Yeah. He realised it, and because he goes, because he realises, because once he's realised he's helped ghosts, yeah. right, that they disappear finally. Yeah. They move on, and so. And he wanted, and he even said to Cole earlier, you know, I'm doing this because I wanted to finish. Yeah. I didn't help this person. I wanted to help. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say, like, goodbye to my wife. Mm-hmm. And so this was like, this was like the final could yeah, yeah. He knew he was going to come back. He's like, so, like, yeah. we'll see each other tomorrow. Yeah. But he didn't tell him. Just, he didn't tell him. Uh, so the reveal is like, uh, He's talking to her, and then the ring falls off the couch, rolls underneath the couch, and he looks at his hand, and he hasn't got a ring on it anymore. And then he starts reliving all the moments throughout the whole movie that they've interacted, and then when he got shot by Vincent, and then he finally gives the final speech to... Yeah. And uh, saying, you know, goodbye, goodbye, you know, everything will be right tomorrow. You were never second. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> it, yeah, uh, it's just the thing is, I knew he was a ghost going in. I knew there yeah. was dead people. I knew. Would you have swapped the order? No, 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 no. End no, on Bruce Willis. End on yeah. Bruce Willis because that was the tie of it. Yeah. All and like the icy dead people, you still don't know he's dead. Yeah, sure. Because I guess because when you're, if you watch it without knowing, you still believe. Oh no, he's yeah been around people. He's been around Cole this entire time. Yeah. Reason C? Uh, reason C, if you do not know what's happening this <laughs> Well, please, no. you've watched um, others. No, it's still a well-put-together movie. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, it builds tension. Like, I, even though I knew what was happening, yeah. I did, like, watching it, going through, like, oh, it's great, because yeah. you wouldn't have seen that just because he doesn't talk to anyone. Yeah. It still looks like he interacts with the police. Yeah. And kind of the last two scenes alone make this movie worthwhile. That, that car scene alone. Yeah. <laughs> the relationship between, I think, Cole and the mother, and like they're both out acting Bruce Willis, who's yeah. just doing a great Bruce Willis performance. But they're incredibly well done, this like very human connection. 
I don't love the uh, thriller horror elements of this movie. <laughs> oh no, say. that works for me. It works for me. It works for a lot of people. For me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I forgot we. <laughs> yeah. Um, Reason you know, is just yeah, it's just the, like, the score's great in this. Um, James Newton oh, yeah. who did the score. He did the Hunger Games movies. Like he worked on the yeah. Batman movies with the Zimmer. Mm. Um, yeah, this he's this great score. Yeah, I, I think when these when a thriller works, it's the score has to. It be It is just a really good thriller. It it has all the good markings, the twists, the just it's just enjoyable to watch. I guess reasons not to. Um, it's, I, yeah, again, if you know the twist, you're kind of yeah. like, there's no, again, there's... Maybe thing. like you're saying, oh, no if you didn't figure movie... out the first time, then you can just sort of like, yeah, oh yeah, because no... I was looking back this time, I was like, oh yeah, that's that, yeah, but that's that, no... that's that. The whole movie's about that surprise and yeah. it's lost it because we already know what the surprise is. Yeah. I think also with the movie, I don't know, like, so... Because this movie was so successful, like the whole ghost genre yeah. became very popular. The man of life. There was a seven season ghost awful TV, TV show with Jennifer Love Hewitt called Ghost Whisperer. Yeah. Medium. Medium. Which all these shows kind of diluted and yeah. just made the idea of like. I think it ghosts. came from the show. It, it, I, I think this became. Yeah. It, because it's popularity, everyone started doing it. And like the idea, like the whole, like that. There's the moment where Cole discovers, oh, I can use my power to help this person. Well, my gift to help this person, and then that's like every episode, and don't, that's a forty minute show. <laughs> and don't I was like, you this think? Movie. Don't you think that um, that's why Empire Strikes Back is such a great movie because it's not even ruined no, by yeah, the, the twist doesn't ruin, ruin the, the movie, movie because yeah. it, again, it was a, the twist technically it was yeah. an afterthought. So yeah. that's and the movie's still amazing because of it. Whereas yeah. this movie, and then. Another reasons not to. I guess if you just it the weak link of this movie is Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, yeah. Like he's getting out acted by a, a kid. Yeah, the kid is amazing. The kid is amazing. Um, yeah, I, Oli- I, like his wife played played by Olivia Williams. Like she's great in this movie yeah. too. She's it, fantastic. Yeah, I think it's just some of the. Um, I just found that also that classroom scene where the the teacher and the kid. Yeah. Are, I found uh, so incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. I could not. I, I, I was like, the, I was like, why is this movie here? <laughs> what was the other scene that was really bad too? The the bullying the, scene was it? The the closet maybe. Yeah, the closet scene. Was that was just, that was just hard to watch. To watch, yeah. That was his does, acting was so great. It was hard does to this watch. movie deserve to be on the list ten? No, <laughs> I don't think it does, and definitely doesn't deserve to be higher. Like it, you can't go M Night Shyamalan. He did like one amazing film, and then you're gonna forgive you, him for all of his other work. Do you think? Do you think the AFI the movie list is about movies that you can rewatch over and over again and get enjoyment out, or it's just uh, first time so, watch? Is it great? So it, it's. I think there's also this idea that this is what's the best of American film. Right? Another 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 reason this movie may have made the list because when it was revisited, it was only a couple of years after it was released. When it, the first. Um, list was done in 97. Yeah. The second list, well, which we're doing is 2007. So it was only like six, six or eight years later. Yeah. So maybe people in their mind how good this movie is. But I don't think it's aged as quite as great. No, because everyone knows how it how yeah. it goes. I It also is just, it's a weird movie. It, it is like thriller, almost trash, ex- exit. So we, the, like 
I think we've got. I think we've got. There are other fraud, like Vertigo's on this list. Like, yes, like yeah. Hitchcock films. Yeah. like they. I think it's catered they for. do a better job at it. I think. And not Shyamalan. It's just a poor man's Hitchcock. Yeah, isn't it? he's I in think, the movie. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Where it's like this movie is his magnum opus, his it best is. movie, right? Yeah. And well, then he's never done. Yeah. Well, well, we don't know yet. Well, yeah, he could he come might, back. He, he could come back. He could come back. And make um, more. but you can't then go, and that's just weird. He was praised for a long time, and think, everyone thinks he's going to come back with the next yeah, yeah. six cents. And he still like hasn't like people like Split was really good, but was it yeah. six cents? No. And so it's like it's weird to put him on this list against all these other again, not yeah. just films but directors as well. Like, yeah, well, I think we've gravitated to um, movies on this list that. Have had great directors. Like yes. you look at last week's Swing Time. George Stevens it was about did the director, so many, not the so movie. many great movies. Like um, Spike Lee did so many great movies. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. The movie that didn't work for us, Last Picture Show. Peter Bandonovich didn't really make another movie after that. No, that was his. That was his magnificent. Yeah, it's it's that thing where we're getting to that point. Like, is this the best? Like when the six when you see the Sixth Sense, is this like the America film? Like, yeah. this is. I don't like. I think Exodus is better, and I think uh, Vertigo. Yeah, better. if you're going to put a thriller horror movie because yeah. this is in that line you would put maybe an exorcist or, yeah. or something uh, I just don't think it does something yeah. else it's weird to put it on this list and higher than like some of these other movies yeah. like higher a than Spike Pulp. Lee and higher a Pulp than Fiction right thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, higher than Goodfellas uh, like yeah. yeah it's a weird movie no. to put here just well, because it's well liked would you buy it on Blu-ray? Uh, no not really hey, and you gonna watch this again? Mm. Really, no, no, thank you. Like it's, it's rating for this one. I don't know. It's still not a bad movie. Yeah, it uh, means it's like a golf club when you when yeah. you watch it. Initially. Yeah, I think it's a golf club. Yeah, it's like a it's that great acting. Great I think I think if you walked out of the cinema not knowing what happened at the time, First you would have said you would have go banger. It would have been like ah, oh, that movie's over. But like movies, you you're watching that um, recently. Yeah, banger. It's a golf club. Yeah. And it's a golf cart for Hallie Joel Osment and Tony Collette. Yes. Incredible. Which is fantastic. That car scene. That car scene alone. Golf cart. That is it for our show today. Next week, Movie 88, Bringing Up Baby. So we'll see you next Friday for that one. Uh, Leave good feedback, good or bad, and we'll read the best ones on the show like we did this week for Movie News. Uh, you can get us all on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, wherever you get you a podcast. If you ever want to drop us any comments, you can catch us on our social media feed, which is part of the credits at the end of the show if you're <laughs> yeah. watching it on YouTube. Hen, thanks. Appreciate it. Great yeah, week. Thank you. And it's a busy week for us. It is. Huge week for us. We are going to the great Melbourne to see... Taylor Swift. Taylor Allison Swift. Wow. So we'll prob- probably give some. Uh, we'll, we're going to talk about it next week. We well, we can compare live yeah. to the to the movie. <laughs> we might we might talk about our flight and. No, we'll the live version to the movie. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But yeah, we'll talk about our trip and how it was, and we're going to see a couple of movies on down there. We are. Yeah. Some movies coming out. Yeah. So and uh, we're going with um, our sister who. We have to drag kicking and screaming to movies, but like, not this one not... because next week we are seeing Madame. Wait, this week for next week's movie show. Sure, we're seeing Madame Web. Web. Yes, and we're also seeing mm, One Love. Love. Yeah, so yes. for the great Hannah and movie news, as I copied that. So thanks, Han. Thank you.
And we'll catch you next week for Bringing Up Baby. Until then, it's bye for now. Bye.